Hello, Monetization Nation. Today, I am pleased to be joined by Heather Hyman. Heather is a digital missionary, social media strategist, international speaker, and author. Heather has 21 years of experience in sales, social media, and business. She's the founder of, a, of Social Thrive Business Academy and has worked with three Chick-fil-A operators. She's also the podcast host of Business, Jesus, and Sweet Tea, and the author of The Golden Rules of Social Media Marketing. Today, we're going to talk about how to grow a business organically on social media without spending 24-7 on social media. Thanks for so much for joining us today, Heather. Hey, I'm so excited to be here, Nathan. Thanks so much for having me. Can you start off by sharing with us something that you are super passionate about? So I'm super passionate about sweet tea. If I can just go there at the top of this conversation, that's super much uh, on, the, on the personal side. I genuinely am that Southern girl that loves a good sweet tea. But I, I'm also from like a business perspective, just super passionate about businesses being willing to show up and put themselves out there and stop living the um, lie that like they can't do it, they don't have the tools, they don't have the resources, and really just empowering business owners to really get out there and just really create the best life that makes sense for them and where they are on that journey. And I just kind of love showing up with my my marketing skills, my social media know-how, and really just kind of encouraging people on that journey. It's something I absolutely love. What is the greatest home run that you've hit or greatest success story that you've had so far in related to social media? I mean, greatest success story. I mean, I can't help but personally think of how it's changed my life. You know, it's so easy just to be like social media is this thing and it's free. And a lot of people just associate, I, if I'm just being honest, they associate a lot of just darkness and evil and like negativity to social media. And at the same time, I've just seen it truly like transform kind of like the, the, the financial legacy of our family. And so what started as just my desire to love to connect with people to then like nurturing those fostering connections with people across the globe. And then fast forward in 2011 to the present time of using it from, for business purposes, I've really been able to see it from just like this fun resource to actually being a, being able to add like financial continual income in my family, which has changed like decisions on the homes that we purchase. It's changed opportunities on the education that we provide for our kids and just being able to even just be more generous in just the, the finances that we can donate to, whether it be our church or organizations that we're passionate about. So on some level, I know that that might sound super self-serving of like, my life is better because of social media, but it's like, it, it really has been this journey of seeing it just continue to build and grow. And then just being able to use those financial resources to truly be a, a bigger giver to just help the world and the community around us. Um, and then I can't help, as you ask that question, think of from like a client perspective, I've genuinely been able to see businesses that had no other means to market themselves, get out there, 
kind of get out of their comfort zone and see social media be able for them to be top of mind among the audience they want and to literally be able to double their income or be able to, you know, significantly increase the number of clients that they can serve. And that fuels my heart to just be able to see people know that, that it really works and it's something that they can do and implement on their own. You talk about how social media has transformed the financial position of your family. How has social media done that for you? How is social media? I mean, it's literally just been one step at a time. You know, before social media existed, I was that person that was using Yahoo groups. You know, so that's maybe not what you and I might think of as social media today, but it was happening in chat rooms. It was conversations with people that you don't know in real life and all like these these conversations through technology. And so social media truly has been able to go from just a passion of mine prior to kind of having a business mindset and just genuinely drawing people together totally for fun. Whether we lived in Germany and I was bringing together military women and saying like, here's how to get to the zoo. It's 30 miles down, turn left. Here's where the best Mexican restaurant is. Well, you're just trying to find a sense of home. And, and then just realizing that I have been able to just take what I love, which is really connecting people and building relationships and leveraging like this business desire to, to incorporate that. And that social media has been like this remarkable tool. So again, it's changed my life from a financial way of going. I, I genuinely at the very, very beginning was like, hey, if I can just buy a vacation package with a Disney cruise for our family, like that'd be great to then fast forward, you know, six years later to saying in 2019, like we bought our family dream home. And it was because, you know, my husband has a job and, and I quote, now we have like two substantial incomes and it's not again about the house, but it's about, you know, we love hosting life groups from our church in our home. And we love inviting families over and just the things that we're able to just do with our family. And this resource of social media has really been the backbone for all of the, the business growth that I have been able to just continue to um, evolve over the course of the years. Okay, let's shift and let's talk a little bit about your area of expertise, this this social media marketing. Can you tell us about the difference between inbound and outbound social media strategies? And, and which of those two do you recommend most? Right off the top, I think it's a combination of doing both is, is kind of like the win. And so like the difference is, is inbound is almost any of us that have a business online when we think of our social. And that is what is coming our way. What is showing up in our direct messages? What is showing up when people are like responding to comments that we post or, or great insights or valuable information and they're responding and they're engaging with us. But outbound social media strategies, I believe, are one of the big things that people aren't doing. So whatever your industry is, align with other people that you highly respect, that you think that they have great content. They may not necessarily do the same thing you do. Maybe it's a complimentary business or service, but you, at the end of the day, respect 
the content and the information and just even their style online. And then having an actual strategy to say, I am going to go and engage on their Instagram feed. I'm not going to just show up and like set aside a time and say, doing Instagram for my business growth means I'm posting, I'm doing Instagram stories, I'm doing Instagram reels. That's awesome. That's kind of like in our playground, so to say. But it's that outbound social media strategy, I feel that can really differentiate you from your competitors. And you want to go where other people are. So if you love to serve entrepreneurs, go check out what's happening on the you know Entrepreneur Magazine Instagram account and go and engage with those customers that have kind of already kind of differentiated themselves and said, this is something I'm interested, I'm here, and really use that as a part of some of your your marketing, like, you know, sitting down to say, what am I going to do this week? Ask yourself, am I doing any outbound social media strategies? And I feel that it can be highly effective and it can be done completely organically for free without ads. So let's talk for a moment about why that's so important. So a couple of thoughts that come to mind and tell me if I'm right here and please add to this. First of all, almost anybody who is creating content on social media is watching who is commenting on their posts. I've, I've heard from some of the most popular, wealthiest people that are posting business content, business marketing content online, and they read every single comment that is, is posted that people, people put on, on their social media posts. And so as we comment on other people's threads, we are providing value to them. We are adding to their community where we are, we are helping their posts to be seen more and, and spread more virally and do better in those algorithms. And so as we truly post on and add value to other people's content, it's a great way to be seen and noticed by those people and to provide value to them and, and, establish the relationship if, if we're at some point trying to open the door. Secondly, is we're kind of putting ourselves out there to the other people that care about that influencer. And as we, as we post on that thread, we are establishing connections and providing value to other people who are peers of ourselves and, and bring followers back into our world in, in both scenarios. What do you think of those two and what other benefits do you, can you think of for those? Yeah, I think that that's great. You know, and the the Facebook trends change all the time. So for example, currently on some of these social media accounts that we work with, we as like for my company, Sweet Tea Social Marketing, I could be on the Facebook business page for, you know, Entrepreneur Magazine or Business Insider or Forbes, and I can be commenting as my brand. So I could be commenting as Sweet Tea Social Marketing, which again, that's brand visibility. That's again, to your point, I can add value. And I think that it's it's allowing you to intentionally say like, I'm the real deal. And that's kind of like a phrase I like to use because I don't know about you, Nathan, but I'm at the conferences and I'm around a lot of the people and there's so, there's so much smoke and mirrors and people that maybe got all of these vanity metrics, but on the back end, it's not actually monetizing. And they've maybe done a great job of getting the numbers, but their accounts are huge and the engagement is absolutely tanked. Like it's just not great. And so I think it's important 
when you take these strategies and you do this outbound social media strategy, I don't want anyone to hear me and say, I'm saying, go add a smiley emoji on 50 accounts that you follow. If you just want to add like fake account, fake engagement, or, you know, just the exact same thing a bot or a computer is going to do, then you put yourself in that fake, like, category. And none of us want that. So what's the opposite of that? It's exactly what you said. It's genuinely going, this was fantastic. Let me add my thought to it. Let me see that someone asked a question. Let me respond and be truly engaging and even maybe tag the person that is right here within these comments because it shows that you are taking the time to build up some engagement. And I feel some of that can have some reciprocity that can ultimately come back your way. But even if there is no reciprocity or nobody comes over to, let's say, follow you on social media, it still has positively added great value to the conversations that are happening online that anybody can see that's following that account. And to your point, I feel it can allow the actual, the owner, the admins, the people who run that page to just have this idea of like, oh, who's this person? And what happens is if you do this and it's a one and done, it's not as effective. But if you or I or anybody listening says, okay, these are eight brands I respect, I value, I want to get on their radar. If you made a goal over the next eight weeks to go and engage on their social media content, even if it's like two to four posts and that's it, and you just consistently do that for eight weeks, you will start to have that name, even though it's in this online space initially, you are going to slowly become top of mind, recognized, and you never know where some of those opportunities can ultimately lead. I am not particularly good at this piece. This is an area where I, I definitely want to improve. And it seems like that piece takes a lot of time. It's finding time to do that. So going back to the title of this episode, um, you were going to teach us how to grow social media organically without spending 24 uh, seven on social media. So how do we do this? How do we go engage with all of these amazing people we want to engage with when we're so limited on time? Yeah. So I have this concept of batching, which it's not batching is not my concept, but I am a huge advocate of getting people to batch their social media tasks in buckets. And so this would exactly go into that visibility bucket. So if anyone's listening right now and you want to grow a business and you want to be more visible among the right types of people where your customers are spending time and hanging out, like this needs to be a task that you or someone on your team is doing every single week. And so whether that for you is 30 minutes a day or depending on the size of your company and what your goals are, maybe it is, you know, 30 minutes, three times a week. But what you do is you don't do anything else. You're not checking your phone. You're not checking emails. You're doing nothing except for this outbound social media strategy. And so you don't get distracted and find yourself looking at cat videos because people say I'm doing social media. But again, it's human nature. It's kind of like this addiction that comes with social is that you intentionally think you're doing one thing, but you easily get um, off task. So you have to be focused 
and during the batch time of outbound social, you can have just a simple, we use like a Google Drive document and we say, these are the eight accounts that are our top priority. And we literally, while we're doing that, we're doing nothing. And we li literally will pull up the tab for those, you know, different brands that we want to engage with or um, influencers or public figures or someone that's collaborative to something that we do. And we genuinely say, okay, I'm here. I'm going to look at the most recent posts because that's kind of like what's newer in the feed. And then I'm going to go, oh, okay, well, this one is maybe not the newest, but this has been shared 59 times and it's been like had thousands of comments. So this is a very active post. So I'm going to engage here and, and just say, is there something I can add that's a value to this conversation? And oftentimes it can be specifically if you are being intentional on who those brands are that you are doing those outbound um, strategies with. Thank you so much, Heather, for sharing your stories and insights with us today. Here are some of my key takeaways from this episode. Number one, social media is a free and effective resource we can use to grow our business. Number two, we should use both inbound and outbound social media marketing strategies. Number three, as part of our outbound marketing strategy, we should engage with other accounts and join the conversations surrounding our industry. Number four, we should set goals and schedule tasks to manage our time effectively. To learn more about or connect with Heather, you can find her on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. You can also visit her website at sweetteasocialmarketing.com. And there's links to each of those sites in the blog post for this episode at monetizationnation.com. You can also get a free ebook about passion marketing and learn how to become a top priority of your ideal customers at passionmarketing.com. You can also subscribe for free to Monetization Nation on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, our Facebook group, and on your favorite podcast platform. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. I wish you success as you grow your business through social media marketing. Do you want to become a better digital monetizer? To receive great monetization stories and secrets, please go to monetizationnation.com and join free. And if you liked today's episode, please subscribe to the show and share it.